Good morning and welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your co-hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Justy, along with... Another one of your hosts, uh, Eric Mark. Great to see you again, Justy. And when I say see you, I mean see you over the airwaves. Uh, absolutely. And Eric, i got to tell you, I'm pretty excited. We just got some latest news on how our show is doing. And um, we're not doing bad in the U.S., but we're number five in Italy right now in uh, comedy. Wow. Well, that's something, yeah, something not only to be proud of, but something that, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that would look great on a T-shirt. Uh, oh, please. This is definitely going on a shirt. Don't worry about that. I, I didn't lose sight of that yet. Yeah, n- number five in Italy. And by, and by the way, for our listeners, yeah, that, that might not sound quite as, uh, as good as, uh, as, as one might hope, but uh, we're still in the pre-launch phase. We haven't even advertised this or, or, or publicized it at all. So uh, I'll say this about the Italians. They know, they know things and they especially know comedy. Uh, obviously, right? Yeah. And I, it is funny to me though, uh, you know, I, afterwards I was like, I, I told Kelly, I felt like Borat a little bit like number, f- number one prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. We're number five <laughs> for our podcast in Italy. But uh, I told my mom and she was like, what? I'm like, yeah. She's like, that is, that's pretty, she made me feel really good. So that's when I started thinking about it. Like it, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, a, a typical reaction from your mom would be, um, uh, Justin, I'm unimpressed. So, so this, this, and why are you wasting your time? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's uh, in, encouraging on all, you know, encouraging on all fronts, particularly the family. So, uh, so great. You know, uh, speaking of, of family, I was uh, hanging out with a friend who's uh, whose father, unfortunately, is in the later stages of dementia. But um, the directive from uh, from my friend was, you know, just uh, include him in all the conversations. So, like, you know, to look at him when you're speaking and stuff, so he feels like he's part of the conversation. And then when he says something regardless of how on or off topic it is, and usually off, um, just respond and respond and, and mirror his, you know, his, his emotions. I, by the way, my friend is not a, uh, you know, a psychiatrist or, uh, or, or, or an expert in work in mental health <laughs> issues. So, th- so we might be doing entirely the wrong thing, but, uh, but it seems to keep his dad happy. And, and the good thing is his dad is for the most part, you know, I mean, certainly there's episodes, but not, not uh, a, someone with dementia, having a tremendous anger and frustration, but uh, someone who's generally laughing and thinks things are pretty funny. So, so it means uh, being, you know, responding with a laugh to him and, uh, and he appreciates that. And uh, I'll say this, um, you know, for someone, uh, someone making comic statements, a very easy, a very easy audience. Nice. Yeah. That's good. And now have you, by any chance, have you played our show for him? You know, I have not. Um, well, for one thing, he's not Italian, but uh, but but that said, you know, maybe that's maybe that's a great idea because what uh, what this friend uh, had had asked earlier was, uh, you know, why not when when because the friend often is out of the country, why don't you just call him up, call up his dad, and have a conversation for half an hour about anything or nothing, and that'll keep him entertained, which I actually tried to do a few times, but it's um, a lot harder than you yeah. Think. Yeah, it's and 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 again, since uh, since this friend is not a clinical psychologist or psychiatrist or a mental health worker, I'm not sure it's. Uh, I don't know if it's 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 something it's something that's prescribed. That said, I'm sure any time you can keep you know keep them company and keep them engaged is probably a good thing. But um, mm-hmm. one great way to do that would be to be playing Sweetness and Light all day every day. So I agree with that. Preacher, brother. he's like, hey, now did, weren't you just saying the same thing yesterday? That's the great thing about dementia. He'd never say that. 
Not only would he not say that, he wouldn't notice. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. It would... <laughs> um, you know, it, it, one thing I thought about with the Italian thing is that, uh, you know, the show is not translated. So <laughs> that's what made it even more surprising to me. No, but I mean, one could argue you and I speak the universal language and I'm not talking about English. You mean the language of love? Yes, I guess. I was going to say Esperanto, but yes. <laughs> well, we were eventually going to get there. I just I was taking the, the meandering path. Right, now, does um, do, does anyone speak Esperanto out loud? Like, I mean, it's it's a spoken language. I don't think so. <laughs> I've never heard it. <laughs> Have you? Well, I haven't, but I I probably haven't heard every language either. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. I give you that. I, no, I, I've, I've never heard it, and I think that's a good question that we pose out there for everyone. If any of you have heard it or speak it yourself, please let us know, and we'll be happy to have you on as a guest because we'd love to hear it. We want to share that gift with the world. What do you think, Eric? Absolutely. So that, that's our guarantee to you. First person to uh, to let us know that um, she, he, uh, otherwise is a speaker of Esperanto uh, is, is, is on the show, at least for a segment. So speaking of that for a second, I actually I have a, a somewhat – question for you here because this popped up the other day my um son was filling out his he's going to junior high in the fall and there's like this whole i'm sorry can i just can i just interrupt you to say you you said uh, junior high as if it's your your accent was uh, was uniquely justy (laughs) well i tried to thank you um i'm curious here because the whole monikers that they have the in there now are, are gigantic they have like a you could be a male female him her his they I mean, non-binary. I didn't understand half of them. Well, it is interesting because I was going through the same thing the other day, and in fact, um, someone posted, "Yeah, that, that we've switched to instead of gender, gender pronouns." And you know, there's people putting he, him, his, she, her, hers, etc. Why do we need all the pronouns? I mean, isn't whatever one identifies with? You know, if you're non-binary, if you're if you're not a traditional gender, even if you use, even if we all use different pronouns don't we generally use pronouns from the same the same family of of gender or non-gender i don't know i mean it's 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 yeah. it's an interesting question i actually had to fill in one of those the other day and i'm not sure if people will appreciate this or not but i took a cue from your book and you know everyone else is putting he her he him her his etc um someone put non-binary identified as females as a child uh now will answer to they or she um, and didn't put the other one. So I, I don't know why we need multiple pronouns instead of just one yeah. to, 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 to be indicative. Or why we can't just say male, female, and then, you know, for someone who's non-binary of, a, of one flavor or another, uh, indicate that. But apparently pronouns is the way people like to do it. I wrote dude. <laughs> Eric, I'm beyond impressed. I think that is, to me... It's such a perfect word because it could be all those things combined, right? Well, it could. And in fact, it's interesting because I didn't really have any agenda or anything when I said that. But um, I was talking to uh, our, our the friend of the show, Kevin, yesterday. In fact, we had uh, uh, we had uh, nice drinks and uh, and food on a on a uh, not so socially distant. Well, that's not not true. It was a socially distant patio, but it, uh, it doesn't really need to be anymore. Um, and he said, uh, "Yeah, dude." apparently is non-gender specific at this point. So, you know, du- dude is good because it can be uh, male, female, uh, non-binary, etc. Although then he was Googling it and some people said that and other people said, no, it absolutely can. It's, uh, it, it is gender specific. And, and then someone wrote, uh, well, if it's non-gender specific, 
would you have sex with one of your dudes? And uh, yeah, so uh, so there's still there's still a lot of uh, back and forth on some of these uh, subjects and um, no, the nomenclature. And uh, makes sense. Yeah, you know, I think we're, we're. Well, I mean, for me, the one that always like trips me up is the whole they. Because they always refer to like more than one. No, so I I agree. Like. I agree. From a from a grammar standpoint, it ought to be it, and it's yes. you know, yeah. But how and I and I and I was just having that conversation with someone the other day as well, and I was saying that you know we shouldn't be saying they. They sounds a little derogatory. Why is it they? You know, and it sounds and it's not, and they always is how you refer to the other, which is you know the mm-hmm. Asian communities now hates being the other. No one wants to be they. It is like you know is is grammatically correct and. Uh, and I say I think more pleasing to the ear, but apparently um, there are some people in various communities who think that it is 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 a derogatory term. <laughs> Again, I think this just proves that no matter well, who, you're going to offend somebody, you're never going to get it right. Yeah, except yeah, you're you, always someone is going to take offense to something. Yes, and uh, yeah, it's okay. unfortunate. It's, it's uh, I, but I, I would I would suggest it if only because. I don't think it is offensive, and um, and it's grammatically correct. We're, it's it's going to be difficult. We're we're training an entire generation of kids to not understand uh, plurality and and number when it comes to pronouns. Oh, I totally agree. So I don't know how we're going to get past. I don't know how teachers are going to get past that. I mean, it's already like it already drives me crazy when we refer to companies or corporations or you know as they because those are its as well. Oh yeah, like exactly. you know the They're people people working there might be they, but um, but we, when you know when you say you know such and such, well Google did this and then they such and such. Well then you're you're speaking grammatically incorrectly. I totally agree with you. Now, I have a question for you because this is this was a very interesting article today, and I was wondering if you read it because it affects both of us. Something that we preach all the time. And they're they're kind of having second guesses about it. Have, did you read the article today in the New York Times on collagen? I didn't, but I bet that that's an interesting subject, and I want to get into it because I, I have some some stuff to say. But before we do that, we should uh, we should say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and to everyone who has a mother. Oh, absolutely! I forgot. Happy belated Mother's Day. Depending on when you're listening to this, it might be right on. But Happy Mother's Day to everybody, and even people that want to be mothers. Happy Mother's Day! Yeah, and uh, it was actually my mom's birthday, and then you know a few days later, uh, Mother's Day, and it's a, it always works out that way for her. So um, you know, half the presents, but all the love. Oh, what a great way to sum it up there, Eric. And again, Happy Birthday, Mrs. Mark. We love, we we love you, and uh, just think you're awesome. So yeah, collagen peptides. So um, I think I, I we we talked the other day about how other Eric. Is uh, you know who's already vegetarian has been watching uh, anti meat anti anti big farming uh, documentaries of late and 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 to his credit also followed you know looked at the the other side and people who are anti the antis um, so recognizes that you know there's propaganda going in both directions but is trying to go um, near vegan if not entirely vegan and uh, you know so he he after a couple years of of bulletproof coffee, including uh, collagen peptides, went straight black coffee the other day for the first time in ages because he took out both the collagen peptides derived from animal byproducts and even the butter. So he'd been, you know, he'd, he'd notably been vegetarian and doing, you know, butter and cheese and things like that. And, and, you know, his favorite snack is a frozen pizza. He's gone cold Turkey with that and those things the last couple of weeks. And, uh, um, yeah, even though he even though he felt he was benefiting greatly from the collagen peptides, has taken them out of his diet. Wow. 
Okay, so so what was what was your article saying? And what so let let's 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 talk. Let's let's hear about the science and uh, and make a decision for the people. It was very interesting. So basically, I'm going to send the article here, and I'll post it online too. But it's it's called the buzzy the buzzy new collagen products are risky business, and the whole idea behind it is that. Um, what they're going in and saying is that the science behind it is actually somewhat sketchy and that there's a lot of like complications to it. Um, like a lot of people develop sores and actually their skin gets worse from it. Um, and they think that it could be, you know, an allergy because of the way it's produced, et cetera. And so they brought up vital proteins and bulletproof. Wow. Wow. Both, both of which are brands that you and I subscribe to. And absolutely. And though we don't, you know, we don't endorse anything. We uh, we've mentioned both on the air. And I've personally used both for God, I mean, at least two years. And I it was just very interesting. And I'm still going to keep using them. But the article, if you guys get a chance to read it. It's very interesting and basically talks about how um, for some people, people swear by it, others, you know, whatever. And then a, a lot of the industry around it is not using science-based practices, which I thought was interesting. Well, I will say that you, you know, you look better than ever. And, uh, and that's saying a lot, frankly. Well, thank you. And I'd say the exact same to you, my friend. Um, and so, you know, it, just, it was one of those things today that caught my eye. I thought it'd be perfect to talk about here because it, it is kind of the new buzzword. And I mean, almost everyone I know takes some form of it. Um, and so basically the only warning was if you start developing... <laughs> Pustules on your hands, be wary. Well, you don't want you don't and... want that. <laughs> no, no, that's terrifying, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's obviously something that uh, I'm. I'm just skimming the article right now. I'll read it in more depth, and we can f follow up this discussion. But it, but it's saying scleroderma. That's exactly what, yeah. That's what it is. And that, in fact, uh, the one of the director, the director of the John Hopkins Scleroderma Center. Uh, said it's unstudied, but biologically unlikely. So he's, so he in fact is saying that's so that's probably not what it is. Oh yeah, they they think that well, as you read the article, a lot of it just has to do with how it's manufactured, and there's probably a lot of impurities in the that for people like um, actually I don't know if this would fall it wouldn't fall under vegan, never mind. But for some that say, look at I don't want bovine collagen, and they go to the sea based yeah. stuff. I guess there's a lot of cross contamination with shellfish, and a lot of people are getting like horrible reactions to that. Well, I can certainly see that. Yeah. But the bovine seeing the thing that I didn't really understand was, I guess, in that protein, in the, in the layout of it, it has a lot of um, lactose, which I hmm. would have never thought. But they talk about it in here and they think that that's part of the irritation. Many of them are bundled Crazy, with whey right? protein, which has lactose in it and can induce acne flare as well as a lot of sugar. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But it, that's saying because the collagen products include a variety of other ingredients, including the whey protein. But that's not part of the collagen itself. No, again, it's, it's with the, it's, so it's just, it's it's what the, they add yeah. to it or the cross-contamination. Okay. So that's yeah. more about the processing than, than – interestingly, that's from Dr. Ivy Lee, a dermatologist in Los Angeles. And uh, if her name was – League, she would be Dr. Ivy League. You would have to be a teacher at that stage, right? I mean, you have to. Be. I mean, if she married someone named whose last name was Guh, it could be Liga, Dr. Ivy League. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like as our yeah. as 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 you well know, and you know, fans of our our friend, uh, you know, friend of the show, Derek Ting, who's uh, directed and starred in some movies uh, we've been involved in. Uh, his name is Direct Ting. 
His name is Derek Ting. <laughs> Which is, is, is just so fantastic. And I didn't get it because I, you know, I saw his name many times. And I'm like, you kept saying it. And I would, it didn't like click until I like listened to it for a sec. I kept looking at the name and I'm like, okay, I don't get it. Oh, I hear it though. Yes. Yeah, we have on our yes. show today, uh, director uh, Derek Ting. What? <laughs> director, actor, directing. Yeah, but but what's his name? We just told you. Directing. And who's on second? It is. It is. It is a little like that. It's, it's interesting that that's what he is, his career ended up being. I mean, it really is one of those situations, like uh, as you like to talk about, uh, uh, Thomas Crapper or Otto Titzlinger, where it's not. <laughs> not you know sometimes people (laughs) retrospectively think that uh, those names because of those names we you know we have the slang but the slang for both tits and crap predated those people by hundreds of years so it's more the opposite because of their names they had to do what they ended up doing that their that their name shaped their destiny Hmm. i think i think it's totally true now speaking of just entertainment stuff. I do have to say that we saw a movie this weekend that I very rarely, I mean, I, I cried laughing. It was so funny. Have you seen it on Netflix? It's called the Mitchells versus the machines. No, you need to watch it. Really? My brother recommended it and he's got, he's got bad taste in movies. So I'm not going to lie that his track record is spotty. At well, best. He's a quirky guy. Yeah. Very quirky. Great guy, but quirky. Yeah. And, um, I got to tell you, yeah, I, I'm, was... I'm going to go. Sorry, I, I'm just going to say not just a great guy. One of my favorites. I mean, easily a top 200 person in my life. <laughs> I was going to say 250, but I'll, I'll meet yeah, you at 200. Yeah, I'm I'll ge- meet you I'm there. feeling generous. Okay, good. Um, he, it was so funny to me because he recommended, he's like, you got to see this movie. So I watched it very skeptically with the kids and it, it is so well written. It's very unique take on animation on how they do it. They intersplice stuff. It, it's I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. Like, I would actually watch it again, which I don't do a lot of. It was that good. So if you're looking for a really good comedy, in addition to this show, I would say The Mitchells versus The Machines is fantastic. Eminem. All right. Well, uh, we'll, t- we'll take that in advisement, and I'll give it a shot. We can we can discuss it again. I um, wanted to follow up, speaking of your brother. I mean, uh, recently on a show, we talked about his Star Wars birthday and how uh, uh, Jonathan Blue... Uh, during the course of that, said that uh, you know he'd have to he'd, he'd have to give up be, being his roommate. Although you said that in the end, Steve won, and Jonathan Blue is now a, a Star Wars geek of monumental proportions. But part of that story, as he, as our listeners recall, was that one of the party goers was driving around north of L.A., saw an object in a ditch. I mean, weird enough, they saw the object in a ditch, and I said they. I really should have said she or he, um, but or it. But uh, it could be they though. It could be they. There could have been more than Although one. Although I believe it was one person who told the story. And in fact, it was a she, just, just for uh, for clarification. So she saw the object in, in the ditch. Stopped. You know, again, already a strange thing to do. And went to investigate and found a, uh, a very high-end replica lightsaber. Now, I say replica lightsabers if there's real lightsabers. But um, collected it, kept it, cherished it, and brought it to the party. So, you know, so, I mean, that was an interesting thing. And that's about, uh, you know, a little scavenging. And I bring it up because I was having uh, uh, the first time in over a year, I was at uh, two friends outdoor, you know, get togethers on Saturday. I had to go straight from one to another. The first was a a smoking event. And when I say smoking, they have a smoker and we're making ribs and uh, went straight to the, the second was more of a bring your own kind of grilling session. 
But the first one, um, friends of mine who I've mentioned before, but what I haven't mentioned is they had a crazy experience. So they're, you know, they're outdoorsy types. They actually, they, they just did a week long excursion to the Grand Canyon, you know, to, 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 uh, to finish off the, uh, the pandemic era and, um, you know, did, did a lot of exploring up and down the Canyon far beyond the reaches of where, where most people go and literally off the beaten path. And, um, you know, so those type of people, they live in, in Playa del Rey, uh, right near the end of the channel, near the breakwater going, coming into uh, Marina del Rey. And uh, they were paddleboarding. And similarly, you know, like, okay. like the, the, like the young lady saw the, uh, the, um, the replica lightsaber, they they saw something that they probably, in retrospect, wished was a uh, a replica. They go to investigate, uh. and it's a human leg. No, really? Yeah. So they were, you know, they were very they they were oh. very upset and disturbed by that. They they left it undisturbed because they didn't you know they didn't have any materials to handle it with. But they did go immediately to the uh, uh, the police and report it. And so apparently, as as they came in and and said something to the the desk sergeant about finding it, you know a human leg floating in the like in the water right right on the water's edge, um, a detective yells from from who who overheard them from you know from behind some wall or barrier or a cube or something. He goes, "I have the lady that belongs to," <laughs> and so, you know that's that's a little morbid in, in all senses, but they. Uh, you know, at least they paired them up, but but they uh, again they did not collect the leg themselves. So they uh, you know they did their civic duty and, and they guided the police back to where they had they they had last seen the leg and uh, and it was still there. Oh my God, that's horrific. Well, I had a friend in college before we wrap up here that ended up finding someone's finger somewhere, Duh. and it, it it was like on campus somewhere. It was like a random finger, and the story was the person had ended up shutting the window and it got cut off. It was something very minor. Anyways, it wasn't like, you know, torture or anything like that. So long story short, they went to go or he went to go report this. And (laughs) the first question, this is at a physical police station. The cop asked, was it your finger? And the guy pauses and is like, holds up his hands. And the guy goes, what do you, I can count. That's 10. And he looks at him and goes, well, what am I here to report? And he goes, uh, finger. And he goes, could it have been mine? He goes, I don't think so. <laughs> the cop said, I don't think so. <laughs> the cop said that. And he literally, that stage of the game, walked away. He goes, I, there's no point in me even filing a police claim and walked away and never, never went back. But they ended up finding, it, because it was on a college campus, um, the, the woman ended up finding her finger uh, on her own. But anyways. On her own? <laughs> it was the They waited that long? Uh, so I, I'm assuming it didn't, it was a bit late to get it reattached. I... The way it was described to me was it was quite unable to be attached. I mean, because right when it happened, I mean, she must have known where it went. You that was she. The, the prudent thing to do would be race down, get it, pack it on ice, and get it reattached. I mean, that happens from time to time. Well, from the story that I was told, it was that she was on uh, back in the day. We called it ecstasy, but as the kids call it these days, Molly. And didn't really realize it. Ah, um, so she was. And she was unusually ha- woke up later. She was unusually happy for someone who just lost a digit. <laughs> exactly. Man, there's a lot of blood around me. What the hell happened? <laughs> On that note, but, my but I will friend, say before we before we go, I mean, when the, when the cop asked if uh, you know if it was your friend's finger, uh, he he could have said you know it's possible. <laughs> 
<laughs> totally or, or actually, the best answer would have been, it is now. <laughs> On that note, Italy and to the rest of our fans, we love you. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Eric, thank you so much, my friend. I'm having some pasta right now. Mm-hmm.